1: Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive, receive that it. power. I receive it right now. I receive it, receive it right from now. From the top of my head. the top of my to head. To the soles of my feet. To the soles, soles of my feet. Welcome to Jesus the Healer. We're so glad to be with you and that you're with us today. And I've got a studio audience in here, and they're going to shout amen real good. And we want you to shout amen real good. Because the Word will make you shout. It will give you something to get excited about. Thank God for the Word. It helps us to live accurately. Right. So that we're not just floating through life, bumping into walls, going, which way do we go? But the Word of God is the plan of God for yes. our life. Amen. Yes. We've been teaching and I I so value being able to teach in the direction that God's had us to be ministering on. And that is about the mind yes. and the renewed mind. Because when you think right, it turns difficult things easy.
0: Amen. Yes. Yes.
1: And uh, so thank God for the help of the Word. The Word is the prescription for the mind. Amen. Not only is the Word the prescription for the body, the spirit, it's also the prescription for the mind. Um, we've been talking about what um, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. He said, For God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind a sound mind belongs to you yes. that's why the devil attacks it yeah. because he cannot operate through a sound mind yeah so he's trying to turn a sound mind into an unsound mind and wrong thinking is what opens the door to the enemy to work and so as we renew our mind and we find that renew our minds with the word of god and we find out how does god think and we take on his way of thinking that closes the door to the enemy the enemy cannot work through right thinking
0: yeah. That's
1: he right. can only work through wrong thinking. That's why he seeks to deceive people. Amen. Yes. And uh, so many times uh, we have to realize that the devil is not the problem. It's the thinking. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Amen. That when we run wrong thinking out, we run the devil's options out. Amen. And uh, when we put right thinking in place, Then we give way for God to move unhindered. It's wrong thinking that hinders God because wrong thinking leads to wrong believing, which leads to wrong speaking, which leads to wrong actions, which keeps us from receiving. And so when we think right, then God can work unhindered. That's
0: right. Amen. Amen.
1: when we run wrong thinking out, the devil's got no wrong thoughts to energize. You know, the devil will sow a seed. I mean, you've heard me say it on a previous episode is that the devil imitates the way God moves in the sense of there's nothing original in the devil because he's death. Mm -hmm. There's no life in him. And so he cannot generate anything original or creative. All he can do is imitate the way God works. Right. And the way God works is in the principles of the word you plant a seed, you get a harvest. Yes. Right? Yes. So, as we plant the seed of the word
0: mm-hmm.
1: in our spirits, mm-hmm. in our thought lives, we get a harvest of blessings, yes. harvest of that word. Yes. So, the devil works the same way. He offers a thought to try to plant wrong thoughts in us. He cannot make us accept wrong thoughts. He can only offer wrong thoughts and we accept them by turning them over in our mind and by speaking them. But if we refuse to speak them and if we refuse to turn them over in our mind, not have our attention on them, then they can't get planted in our thought life.
0: That's right.
1: Now remember what Jesus said. He said something to the effect of, he said, Satan has come, but he has nothing in me. What's that mean? There were all kinds of opportunities the devil tried to use through the words of men, through circumstances, through opposition to try to plant the wrong thing in Jesus. But when Satan came to see if there was a harvest, there was nothing in Jesus that he could harvest. Praise the Lord. So Jesus kept the wrong thing. From being planted in him, even though he was surrounded by opposition throughout yeah. his earthly ministry,
0: That's yes.
1: he was opposed all the time on every side. Mm-hmm. But he would not let the wrong thing in his thoughts. He wouldn't let yeah. the wrong thing in his believing. Yeah. He wouldn't let the wrong thing in his actions. Amen. Amen. When you think right, your faith is safe. Amen. When you think wrong, you're facing danger. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Um, I remember years ago my husband and I hadn't been married too long, just a couple of years and we were invited to preach in, an, in a foreign country and we went and preached over there. And here I was a baby Christian. You know when I met and married my husband I would only been saved and filled with the Spirit a couple of years. He was 20 years older than me and so he had years of ministry and years of experience over me. I mean I just felt like I was running to try to catch up in some, in some measure. And uh, so a lot of the things that he had skill in, I, it was new to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in a foreign co- this foreign country we had traveled to. And as soon as we got there, there came an attack on my mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was new to me. I had been attacked in different ways, but, um, you know, with every fresh attack, you have to become skillful in the face of that. You have to exercise skill.
0: Amen.
1: And so, um, <clears throat> this, this thought just kept troubling me about my body, just kept troubling. I'm mean, just bombarding mm-hmm. me. And I recognized, you know, that this was not just, I recognized that it was an attack of the enemy mm-hmm. and, uh, so I would endeavor to stand against it. But the thing is, is I wouldn't take my attention off of what he was suggesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't recognize it. I just kept waiting for the thought to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I kept waiting for the thought to leave so that I wouldn't be troubled. Mm-hmm. When it's not, we can't determine whether the devil is going to talk or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can certainly determine what we do when he talks. Amen. Yes. What yes. we think when he talks. That's yes. right. What we say when he talks. Right. And we determine the outcome. Yeah. My mother used to, uh, there were four kids in our family and my mother used to make this statement to us. She said, you can start anything, you're big enough to let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> which, which that meant we weren't going to start anything with her. We, we did, we, meaning if you're going to talk back to me, yeah. If you're going to disobey me, you better make sure you can handle the finish that I'm going to hand out to you. Yeah. <laughs> because she's saying, You're going to start it, but I'm going to finish it. Right. Well, the devil will start something, but we're authorized to finish. Yes. To yes. determine how that outcome is. The yes. devil, the, out, the outcome is not his, it's ours. Yes. It's up to our faith, it's up to what we say, it's up to what we believe.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And so when I got over there to this foreign country, see, I was young in these things. I didn't understand how the attacks against the mind work and how to be skillful in the face of those attacks. So I kept waiting for this thought to leave me when really it would have left if I'd gotten my attention off of it. But holding my attention there kept it as an audience, so to speak. It found an audience with me. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I remember I was, I had just started preaching. I'd only been preaching a short time and I was to preach the morning service in that church and there were probably about, the way I remembered about 1,200 people there or so. And um, during the praise and worship service, I knew by the Spirit and I knew it by word of knowledge, not because I saw Him, but Jesus walked into that service Mm -hmm. and and I knew He was coming up that aisle and he came and he stood by me, and I thought, see, this is going to be in the end of this test right now. Jesus is here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're gonna, this, the devil's going to regret it. <laughs> Jesus okay, has come to handle this. That's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't know he came to handle me. But <clears throat> I thought he was coming to handle this situation for me. And he walked up to me, came and stood right by me, and said this, Where's your faith? I realize I'm getting rebuked. Yeah. Yeah. And in my own thinking, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I'm being attacked and I'm being rebuked. I thought, you, I thought, you know how we do. I thought the devil was my problem. I thought that thought was my problem. He was letting me know, that my response of faith was the problem right. or my lack yeah. of yeah. response yeah. of faith yeah. Yeah. was the problem.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amen. What was he saying? It doesn't matter what the devil starts. It matters what you do. Yes. 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 That's good. Yeah. Good. Amen. Amen. I'll get back to this. I want to insert a little story here, which shows that you determine the outcome of something. There was a minister that he had been having physical issues and he went to the doctor and, He was diagnosed with a terminal condition and he came home and he said this, I love this. And see, I'm from Southwest Oklahoma. So these colloquial things we understand. He said, devil, you done jumped on the wrong donkey. (laughs) I love that. See, my dad was a farmer. He was a cotton and wheat farmer and sometimes he had cattle and, um, sometimes people will put with their horses, or with their cattle, they'll put a donkey out in the field. Because a coyote, or some predator comes, that donkey will kill it. Yeah. Yeah. That donkey will kick yeah. until that thing is done. Yeah. Yeah. And so an animal that can't really protect itself, that donkey will come in and kick. Just I'm just educating here the studio yeah. audience. Because <laughs> I know all you people know this. <laughs> so I'm educating these city folk. And so, well, they're not all city folk, but anyway. So you get on a donkey and he doesn't want to be ridden, you're getting off. If he decides you're not riding me, he will kick until you're off. I love that. That, That's what the preacher said to the devil. You just jumped on the wrong donkey. Why? Because I'm going to kick and I'm going to kick and I'm kicking and you're coming off. (laughs) Amen. Now see, he did the right thing with his faith. I didn't do that. I let that thing. Ride me like a donkey. And Jesus came up and he rebuked me in that service. He said, where is your faith? I was stunned. I thought, that's not the problem. I've got faith. The problem is this thought. (laughs) You know, it's like, don't you get it? (laughs) Anybody else ever been there trying to help Jesus understand (laughs) what you're thinking? Or how you're thinking wrong. Uh He doesn't understand your wrong thinking. He only knows right thinking. So anyway. (laughs) So he said to me, where is your faith? I just was stunned. I thought, so you're not going to do anything about this? (laughs) And he said, as a sign that I've spoken to you. He said, call up a healing line and I'll heal them. And I thought. Well, what about me? Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do about me? Yeah. What do you mean them? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. When, when something is looming large, you're looking for that help. Uh-huh. So anyway, so I did. I called up a healing line, laid hands on people, and God healed them. And it really wasn't until several, it really years later that I was standing in my closet one day, and I was thinking about some of these things regarding the mind. And he began dealing with me about faith believes the right thing when there's no, te- when there's nothing opposing it. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to believe the right thing when it's yeah. not being opposed,
0: yeah.
1: but when opposition comes up, faith still believes the right thing. That's right. It doesn't let opposition change what it believes. That's right. yeah. Let me give you an example You remember when um, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, they were getting a boat. He said, let's go to the other side. Mm -hmm. And remember, they all got in the boat. Mm -hmm. Jesus lays down to take a nap in the boat. So a storm comes up. Peter comes and wakes Jesus up. But it's it's kind of amusing to me the words he uses. Carest thou not that we perish? (laughs) In other words, we're panicked. Why are you not panicking? (laughs) You know, people who are not exercising faith... Mm get into a panic. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. And then they don't get happy when you're not panicked with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But faith isn't panicked yes. That's right. because it knows ahead of time the outcome. Yes. 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 And so I love the word, that, it's comical to me what Peter said, carest thou not? Mm-hmm. So he accused yeah. him because he wasn't panicking of not caring. Right. You don't have to you don't show that you're interested in someone by panicking for them. That's,
0: that's right.
1: right. Yes. Amen. Yes. Run running like a mm-hmm. like an emergency truck yeah. to the situation.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And so that's what Peter said, "Carest thou not that we perish?" Now listen to Peter's words. What's he believe now? We're perishing. uh
0: yes. mm-hmm.
1: First of all, he accuses mm-hmm. Jesus of not caring.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm, that's a sign of wrong thinking. That's yeah.
0: right.
1: The second thing mm-hmm. is he said we're perishing. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't believe that when they started.
0: Right. That's right.
1: Yes. He wouldn't have got in that boat yes. if he believed that when they got in, that they were going to perish. Right. Yeah. He believed we're going to the other side, right? Yes. He believed that. That's yes. what he got in the boat. So he was believing right. Yeah. Then circumstances arose. Oh, Storms on. arose. Yeah. Winds arose. Yes. Waves got higher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody recognize those yes. symptoms? Yes, yes,
0: yes.
1: And he changed what he believed because of what he felt and saw.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: That's wrong thinking. You believed he believed they were going to get to the other side before the storm came.
0: Yes. What
1: do you do when a storm comes? You still believe you're going to get to the other yes. side. You don't change your words midway through and say we're perishing.
0: Right. Yeah, that's Amen.
1: good. Amen. Jesus got up and rebuked the wind, rebuked the waves, yes. and then he turned to Peter and said, Where's your faith? Mm, I go, "Uh uh-oh, I recognize those words. (laughs) That's what he said to me that service, right before I ministered. He walked up on the platform and said to me, "Where's your faith?" And then I said, "Oh, I see what he was saying." And here it was years later that it dawned on me when he said, "Where's your faith?" He was saying, "Why did you change what you believed just because circumstances
0: changed?"
1: Wrong thinking. Mm Changes what it believes. Right thinking holds fast to that which it has. Amen. Now Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they were unchanging. That's right. That's right. When they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, "We're not bowing down and worshiping this," right? Yeah. When the furnace got seven times hotter, Mm -hmm. they didn't change. That's right. Didn't change. That's faith. Faith doesn't change to adjust what it believes based on circumstances, based on what it feels, based on what it sees, based on what it hears. Mm -hmm. It's what you believed before symptoms came. That's what you believe when symptoms come. What you believed when your bills were paid. Mm -hmm. That's what you believe when it looks like your bills aren't going to be paid. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's right thinking. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So it took me really several years before I even saw what Jesus was yeah. saying, where is your faith? Mm-hmm. I let that troubling thought adjust and change, change what I believe. Yeah. And uh, this is where some people have laid their faith down and drifted yeah. from faith is because hardships came. Difficulties Mm -hmm. came and redefined what they believed. Don't let anything change the definition of your faith. Only God's word defines right thinking for us. Don't let circumstances define what right thinking is.
0: That's right.
1: The word defines Mm -hmm. right thinking. Amen. 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 It took me several years before it dawned on me. That real victory, let me tell you this, real victory doesn't just want relief. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Real faith doesn't just want relief. It holds out for victory. Because yes, yes. sometimes mm-hmm. just getting out from under pressure is what people want. I don't want get out from under pressure. I want victory. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. That means I don't settle yes.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm.
1: until... Until what I've been believing for shows up. Praise the Lord. The word works, but it needs our cooperation. And so I remember when Jesus walked up on that platform and he said to me, where is your faith? Notice this, you can have faith and not be in it. You can have faith and not be using it. Remember what... what I, I believe it was Paul that wrote, he said, examine yourselves to see whether you be in the faith.
0: Yes. He
1: didn't say examine to see whether you have faith. Because right. if you're a believer, there's faith in your heart. That's right. If you're a Christian, there's faith in you. Yes. The faith of God is in you. Yes. That's right. Now that faith can be increased or it can be neglected.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. But uh, the word says, examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. When troubling thoughts come, make sure you get and are in your faith. Not just have it, but you're in it. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, how can you have faith and not be in faith? Well, how can you have a car and not be in the car? How can you have a house and not be in the house? You can have something and not be using it. So Jesus in the storm turned around to Peter and he said, where is your faith? Yeah. Now notice, they didn't cause the storm. Right. They didn't cause the boat to begin to fill up with water. They didn't cause the wind to blow. Right. So he not only rebuked the storm, but he rebuked their response in the storm.
0: Yes. 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 yes.
1: Right. yes. right thinking has the right response. Amen in the storm. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 I remember years ago at a season when, you know, I I learned a lot of these things because there was extended seasons of tests that I had faced. And I, I was looking for somebody to articulate my answer for me and I couldn't find that articulation. And I said, God, if you teach me. I'll do my best to teach, teach it to others so they won't have to go through what I went through. And um, I remember one time I said to God, just my mind was just being beat on, thought after thought. And I said these words to God. I said, I literally feel like I had been beat on, like somebody put me in a corner and just beat on me. I was a little uh, cautious at even saying those words. But, you know, he knows what you're thinking anyway. Right. So right. I just said, God, I, that, I'm just telling you, that's, I just feel like I have been beat on from every side. And he said, that's the sign that you're coming to the end of the storm. Wow. And I said, what do you mean? Uh-huh. And he took me over to Matthew chapter 7, that there were two houses. Oh. Right. One was founded on the rock, mm-hmm. one was founded on the sand. Mm-hmm. And it says, and I'm trying, I don't have the scripture reference, but it says, the rains came, the floods came, the winds blew, and what was the fourth? Beat on that house. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat on that house. Four mm-hmm. stages. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a progression of that test. Mm-hmm. First the rains, yeah. then the floods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the house felt, both houses
0: mm-hmm.
1: felt the rain. Mm-hmm. Both houses were su- submitted to a flood, mm-hmm. subjected yeah. to a yeah. flood rather, mm-hmm. subjected to a flood. What's with flood? Nothing goes untouched.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. When there's a flood, everything yes. is touched. Yes. Every When there's a flood mm-hmm. of tests against your life, every arena is touched.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get that? That doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. That means you're worth testing.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's not
1: The test isn't from God. Amen. It's from the enemy. Yeah. But it says that the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew. What's the wind? You don't see it. You see the effects of it. Wow.
0: Right. Yeah
1: but you can feel the wind. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: I mean, just even in this recording, these episodes, there was a lot of wind outside. Yes. We heard that. Yes. You can feel things mm-hmm. blowing. Yes. And then the fourth thing it says, and beat upon that house. And God said, see that beating? <laughs> the house felt the rain. Mm-hmm. The house on the rock right. felt the rain. Both of them felt mm-hmm. it, felt the rain, mm-hmm. felt the floods, the winds came to both of them and both of them took a beating but the one on the rock was unmoved yes. and he said to me how do you know which house was on the rock and i said well the one that was still standing after all of that the one on the sand collapsed so you knew which one wasn't on the rock he said to me are you still standing? I said, I sure am. I'm still holding to your word. I'm still confessing your word. He said, then you win. Amen. See, we thought, my, I thought uh-huh. in my own thinking that if my faith was working and that if I was thinking right, uh-huh. I thought I wouldn't be facing the test. That's not what determines whether or not you're on the rock, whether or not you're facing the test. What determines is, at the end of it, are you still standing? Are you still standing on the word? Are you, do you still have his word in your mouth? Are you still holding fast? He said, that's what determines. And when I said to him, he, I said to him, I feel like I've been beat on. He said, that's the fourth stage of that test. And that's the final stage. I said, whoa, brother. And it wasn't long that every trace of that test was gone. But now I had light now yes. I had revelation. Now yes. I had a working knowledge because I had the wrong thinking
0: yes.
1: that if I had faith that I wouldn't be feeling this. Yes. See, that's wrong thinking. Yes. That's right. I thought in wrong thinking that if I had faith, I wouldn't be going through this. Yes. See, being a Christian having faith doesn't mean things don't come. That's uh, right. <laughs> being a Christian having faith means that when they come, you still stand.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Amen. Yes.
1: Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Well, the devil may have told you your faith isn't working or the word isn't working or confession isn't working. Are you still standing? Are you still standing? Amen. Because when you just keep standing, that word will support you. It's a rock. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're teaching some of the things that we have in this book, a sound disciplined mind. We want you to get hold of it. It'll be a blessing to you because you can go at your own pace. You can read it at your own pace. So get hold of it at defraimministries.org. We'd love to get it to you. And remember this, no matter what you're facing, Jesus is the healer. We love you. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit defraimministries.org. Please join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, September 4th through the 8th. Come expecting your miracle. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org Nancy Dufresne teaches how to close the door to worry, fear, and doubt in this book about the peace of God. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org